Thank you for listening to this week's Freedom Church podcast. We hope it helps and inspires you. Well, hello, Freedom Church, and welcome to our Vision Sunday, a Vision Sunday like we've never had before, because we've experienced a year like we've never had before. And I want to say, first of all, well done for getting through it. High five to you. Give a high five to the person next to you. Well done for getting this far for all that we've been through. And I want to say thank you to all of you as Freedom Church. I want to say thank you for your flexibility. Thank you for being adaptable in this last season. Everything has changed. I want to say thank you and well done to all the parents who've had to make adjustments for their children. Our Freedom Kids programme has been changed and you've had to adapt. For those who are new parents, you've had children born in the last year. I mean, well done you and, and thank you for being flexible and we are supporting you in any way that we can at this time. And a huge thanks to all of our uh, NHS workers, the health service, what we now call key workers. We celebrate you. We say well done for your ability to be flexible and to adjust to the challenges of a pandemic that we face like never before. And to the educators, to the to those who are in teaching and head teachers, for those with parents with, of children at school, well done for being adaptable and flexible in this season. It has been really challenging. And for all of us having to learn new technology as you've managed the ideas of Zoom and meetings and we're having to do online church and church online on a Sunday, thank you for being flexible in that way, for having our online connect group meetings, for the youth who stayed in touch through various platforms and apps, well done for staying in there. And for those who've enjoyed our Freedom Kids TV with Tracy and with Phil, uh, so much fun, but well done becoming TV presenters overnight. I'm in awe of your flexibility. Thank you for that. And thank you for your generosity, Freedom Church. You have blown us away with your generosity to the church, not just towards our general giving, which is above what we expected, and Tim will share some of that later on, but also um, towards the projects and the community services which we offer to those around us. And in the middle of a pandemic, we managed to buy a large plot of land, almost three acres, which you helped purchase. Thank you for your generosity. You've helped us to, to completely uh, purchase that, which should give us an opportunity for Freedom Church for the future, to set us up for all that is to come. Thank you for your generosity. And thank you for your resilience, for hanging in there, even though sometimes it's been so difficult for some of you. I know it's been a tough season. You have hung in there. You have pushed into God. You have pushed in prayer. You've had to be on your knees sometimes, but well done for sticking in there as a church. That so we have been resilient and we have hung in there. Thank you for that. Thank you for your patience and for your kindness for thinking the best of others, even when it must have been really frustrating, as we've had to make changes that maybe have been a negative impact upon you. Thank you for your kindness in this season. And a huge thanks goes out to all of our pastoral care team and our Connect Group leaders who have looked out for you in the church community over this last season. Thank you for the phone calls, for looking out for people in isolation, for making sure people are cared for and provided for in this season. You're doing an amazing job. Thank you so much. And thank you for those who've served and volunteers, who've worked in the community, helped with the CAP debt service, who have uh, helped support the increased need for the food bank over this last season, who were prepared to go, do TLG into the school uh, system, but unable to do it just yet. We will do it, don't worry, uh, hang in there. For those who've trained ready for our new job club, which will be starting soon, 
thank you for those who've loved their neighbour as they loved themselves. Have they looked out to serve one another in this season? Thank you for that. In the middle of some challenging times, you have been amazing. Often Lottie and I have, have spoken to each other and we said, we are so thankful for God who got us through this. And we're thankful to be a part of a church that is such a blessing to one another. Thank you so much. I thank God for you and for all that you've done. Thank you for this last season. We are now going to hear some incredible stories of what God has been doing through the Freedom Church family over 2020. And do sit back and enjoy. Listeners, Tim and Joe, come and share some of the work of Freedom Church. Well, 2020 has certainly been a different year and yet testament to the team delivering Freedom Matters and their adaptability, resilience and strong sense of calling and purpose. I want to start by saying a huge thank you to all those involved in the Food Bank and CAP, volunteers and staff who have done such an incredible job this year of keeping going and serving those most in need in our community. This work has had to pivot and be agile, as it has for so many, yet the team has faced these challenges with grace, love and perseverance. The Food Bank team deserve a particular shout out. Joe, Evelyn, David, Amber and Eve and all the volunteers have worked incredibly hard to meet increasing demand, to change the way they operate. They've lifted tons of food up those stairs and have had to continue to support clients despite the limitations. Their reputation in Romsey continues to be strong, that the food bank is a safe place, as we've seen in the way that donations have increased and folk who don't know where else to turn, turn up here at the food bank for help and support. The CAP Debt Centre has had some ups and downs too, as CAP have had to adapt the service from face-to-face -to, -face to online. This was a massive piece of work, as not only did the way that we operate have to be adapted, but it also had to meet FCA guidelines. It meant that the phone lines closed at the start of lockdown, but they managed to complete the process and reopen them by mid-April, meaning we could start to see clients again online or over the phone. Despite all the ups and downs and interruptions to our service, it has been a real joy to see seven of our clients become debt-free in 2020. This is absolutely why we do it. We know the freedom, hope and opportunity it brings when people go debt-free. And I'm delighted that one of our clients, Berry, has agreed to tell us her story. Berry, thank you so much for agreeing to be interviewed as part of our Vision Sunday here at Freedom Church. Um, first of all, Berry, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, sure. I am a student through the Open University. I um, live in Romsey. I've got, um, I'm married and have two children, not their dad. Um, and yeah, that's about it really. I do volunteer work and that's pretty much me. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And so Barry, how did you find yourself in need of debt help? Um, the short version is I had a unpleasant ex-husband and a difficult separation, which, as I'm sure lots of people end up in the same kind of situation, obviously end up waiting five weeks for universal credit, compounded an already unpleasant money issue. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, it basically as a result of divorce. 
yeah and so how did you hear about cap <laughs> uh through romsey family support group who are amazing what happened then how did you uh find the process of working with us? yeah really straightforward um i think i'd already met you i think you'd come in and done a talk at the um group so uh joan um who runs the group uh supported me in making that first phone call which is really daunting mm. um it doesn't need to be because actually Kappa lovely and everyone's really nice. So, Barry, you are now debt free, which is fantastic. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, which happened last year, didn't it? In 2020. Yeah. So that's one great thing to come out of 2020. Yeah. Um, so can you tell us what it feels like now, now that you've finally gone debt free? For me, it's part of a process of regaining control over my life. Um which is uh, very liberating, I think. Um, but also because it was my main priority, obviously, I wanted to get rid of it as quickly as possible. Any spare cash I had coming into the household through uh, birthday gifts or uh, those kind of things, um, I would sort of siphon off into uh, you know, my debt plan. Mm. Um, and it means now that instead of doing that, I'm sort of able to put money aside for you know the busy months of the year you know uniforms uh under normal circumstances school clubs and mm. uh school trips and all those kind of things I don't need to worry so much about those kind of things anymore it's mm. nice to be able to you know think okay I can get the kids shoes and not have to worry about it and things like that so yeah, yeah. for me it was a sort of a step as part of a larger kind of regaining my life um but a really really important one I think the impact is sort of dramatic all over but um even when it, in fairness even when it was sort of once I had contact with cap and that kind of support it instantly becomes a lot easier and a lot more manageable because you know you've got someone you can talk to if that letter turns up or that person phones so what is life like now for you Barry now that you are debt free I mean we're all in lockdown so it kind of yeah. sucks but um <laughs> apart from that <laughs> yeah um yeah, it's just much freer and easier and you can kind of allow yourself to plan for the future. So so finally then, Barry, um, what would you say to anyone who is struggling with unmanageable debt today? Definitely get in touch with CAP or another charity like yourselves. I know there are lots of them around. Um, I mean, you guys have been amazing for me um, and the support. It's not just about managing the debt. It's having someone to talk to and... Um, having someone to kind of support you through what essentially the chances are is quite a tough time because the chances are if you're in debt of some description you've been through something unpleasant whether that's a job loss or a separation or a homelessness or some other quite unpleasant circumstance that has led you to those things um and having someone else to you know having someone to support you through that you know like you and Lottie have it's it's you know I've been very lucky um and you can't really put a value on that kind of support well done, Berry. <laughs> the full interview will be available online later today. It really is well worth a watch. Hearing stories from the people themselves is just so powerful, isn't it? Another highlight of 2020 has been our developing partnership with Romsey Baptist Church. Not only do they support Sarah Davis in her work with us as one of our debt coaches, but they have begun to fund 50% of the licence fee we pay to CAP that enables us to run the debt centre here in Romsey. I chatted with Hazel, one of the befriending team at Romsey Baptist Church, about their support and being a befriender. Hazel, 
Hello and welcome and thank you for agreeing to uh, be interviewed today as part of our Vision Sunday here at Freedom Church. I'm just sort of curious really as to what drew Romsey Baptist to get involved in the work of CAP. So we are also very excited and pleased to be involved in this project and over time we've been able to um, become more and more involved. I think the beginning of this was that the church has a real um, heart for the community and a real outward looking focus and over the last couple of years perhaps on a journey towards finding different ways to outreach into the community and be relevant and helpful and supportive and so looking at um, some of the things we were offering this cap project slotted into that um, sort of agenda very very nicely because it offers real support for people who are in our community and we can um, uh, give give in lots of different ways. So when did you get involved as a befriender and what attracted you to volunteering in this way? In my, in my professional life I was a head teacher and um, in my role came across lots of families who came to the school for all sorts of um, re supportive reasons they needed help with challenging situations and through working with families over time I realized that often their challenges were multiple and often at the root of the challenge was financial instability. So I could see that until financial problems were resolved for these families mm. they couldn't move on with other aspects of their life. Mm. So I always felt that I had a bit of a heart for that anyway. And when um, I heard about CAP through a service at Romsey and um, heard that Sarah was becoming the debt counsellor and uh, the church were looking to partnership with you and become and, and provide befrienders, I thought that that was quite a good match for what I had had a feeling for already. Well, thank you so much, Hazel. Thank you for your time. Thank you for being part of the team here in Romsey as well. It, it's really brilliant to have you uh, as, as part of that team. Again, you can see the full video online. And again, I would encourage you to do so. Freedom Matters continues to grow. And in 2020, we identified the need in conversation with other local agencies for employability support, particularly for young adults. As we already run a CAP debt centre, it makes sense to work with CAP to deliver this support. And so we've partnered with them to open the Romsey CAP Job Club in February this year. Ben Tanton has completed his training and taken on the role of Job Club Manager, ably supported by Neil Kirkland and Sarah Gay, who have trained as job coaches. The Job Club is an eight-week programme, so it offers plenty of opportunity to build relationship and community, as well as helping people into work. This is a great addition to our projects and will complement the work of the Debt Centre, the Food Bank and CAP Life Skills so well. In other news, TLG, Transforming Lives for Good, has been on hold during 2020 due to the pandemic. This new project matches a volunteer coach with a child who is struggling in school. They meet for an hour a week and work through a programme which supports increased engagement and better outcomes for the student. This is all done in partnership with the school and we've partnered with Coopenham and Mountbatten schools. We look forward to getting stuck in when they are ready and able to work with us. 
And finally, a new initiative that we're developing this year is our community coaching programme. Joe Topley and I are developing it between us. The idea is that we train volunteers to become coaches who will support those accessing our projects in need of a more structured, accountable approach to making change. Over the five years we've been running CAP and the Food Bank, we've seen how people don't always have the people around them to help support them make change. They become stuck in a cycle of dependency and can feel quite hopeless. It's vitally important that the projects we run don't create, create dependency, but help people we serve become more independent, resourceful and whole. The Community Coaching Programme is designed to make this possible. If you would be interested in finding out more about training to be a community coach, please do get in touch. Freedom Matters is an important vehicle through which we as a church have the privilege to serve our town and love our neighbour. Ultimately, though, our vision isn't about projects, it's about people. Freedom Matters is our unique response to the call in Isaiah 58 to loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to share our food with the hungry, to provide the poor wanderer with shelter, when we see the naked to clothe them and to not turn away from our own flesh and blood. Our desire is that through all we do, our church and the church in Romsey will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up the age-old foundations. We will be called repairer of broken walls, restorer of streets with dwellings. So our prayer is that 2021 gives us increased opportunity to lead people in the pursuit of Jesus to see lives and community transformed. Ultimately, it's only Jesus that can rebuild, raise up, repair and restore. Our responsibility is to do what we can with what we have, and we will continue to do so gladly no matter what 2021 throws at us. God, by the power of his Holy Spirit, is entrusted with the rest. I hope you're encouraged. Please do get in touch if you'd like to be involved in reaching out to the community in any way outlined above this year. Thank you. Hey church, I hope you're staying well. I just want to take a few minutes to share with you a snapshot of where we are with our finances, the Freedom Fund, the Building Project, and also our connect groups. You'll be gutted to know that because we're doing church online now, I can't show you pretty charts or complicated tables full of numbers, so sorry about that. First up, the financial picture. If what I'm about to share is not detailed enough, you don't panic. Our year-end accounts always get published on the Charity Commission website for all to see. And if you've got any questions or concerns, you can get in touch with me, Sim, or any of our trustees, and we will try to help. So out of all of the confusion and turmoil of the COVID pandemic, so far, there are two overarching themes to thank God for when considering our finances. Firstly, people from beyond the church are recognising the vital contribution that Freedom Matters makes to our whole community in a really big way. For the first time ever this year, Food Bank, CAP and Freedom Matters have all received significant amounts of financial donation from local people outside the church. This shows that the wider community hugely appreciates the role of Freedom Matters in making local people's lives better and being there for them when they need them most. Huge thanks, of course, to Joe and Joe and all the volunteers for continuing to lead Freedom Matters so well and for all the work that they do that we heard about earlier on. The second reason to be hugely grateful to God, despite everything, 
is that you, our church community, have continued to be faithful and generous. Despite us budgeting back when Corona was just another pale lager, the general giving to Freedom Church, i.e. our tithes and offerings, has exceeded what we anticipated. Thank you so much for your commitment to this community in a time when, for so many, finances have been challenging. Your generosity shouts loud and clear that Freedom Church is not closed, our vision is not changing and we are not going anywhere. So thank you. This past year, we've also saved money in some places like renting Romsey School, travel costs and not running events like the church weekend. And spent a bit more in other places like postage and production equipment. But overall, during COVID, we've deliberately reduced expenditure. In addition to this, we received a £10,000 COVID grant from the government and further grants from Hampshire Isle of Wight Community Fund, the Cinnamon Trust and the Trussell Trust. The result of all of this is that we generated a surplus in 2020, which places an enormous responsibility on all of us for 2021 and beyond to use these funds well. The vast majority of that surplus is in restricted funds allocated for the Food Bank, CAP and Freedom Matters, and will be used to ensure that we're continuing to meet the needs of local people in the medium to long term. The consequences of COVID will be felt for many years to come and our services will be there to meet that need. A small amount of the surplus is unrestricted general fund. We anticipate using this whenever restrictions are eased, as we will inevitably be, at least for a season, running both in-person and online church, which will be more costly to deliver. Any remaining surplus will likely be moved into the building fund in due course. During 2020, the Freedom Fund was able to give away nearly £16,000, both to local people experiencing hardship and a range of local, national and international applications. Locally, Freedom Church through the Freedom Fund supported the Alfie Swiven Bank fundraiser, the Plaza Theatre campaign, the Community Life Centre in North Baddersley, the Clear Destitution Fund in Southampton, Romsey Young Carers and Olive Branch Christian Counselling Services in Winchester. Internationally, the fund also supported well digging through Myra's Wells, as well as making COVID-specific grants to support Serve Direct in Uganda, Living Hope Ministries, Mission Africa and the Mercy Ships Repatriation Fund. The Freedom Fund has also allocated several thousand pounds worth over the next few years to support the work of Tracy and Fraser Norbury in Papua New Guinea with Mission Aviation Fellowship. You're still encouraged, of course, to consider supporting them directly should you wish to do so. It's such a privilege for me to facilitate the small team of people who approve much needed applications to the Freedom Fund. Please do continue to apply to the fund using the form on our website. And I'll share some more of the letters of thanks we've received on social media in due course for you to read. In terms of the building fund, the current financial position is just as remarkable as our general fund. Your generosity and faithfulness has been consistent. The current balance of the building fund is about £220,000, which is amazing considering that during the last year we purchased a field for £200,000. The Buy a Brick initiative, which we launched in spring 2019, pledged £110,000 plus gift aid. And of that money, we only have about £40,000 plus gift aid still to receive. If you haven't fulfilled your pledge, I would be grateful if you could let me know soon when or if you intend to, so that I can have a more accurate picture of where we are. 
we sensed that with the pressure of COVID being felt, that it was a good idea to pass by our usual Giving Sundays this year. But our intention is very much that during 2021, as the building development process continues, to have further opportunities for people to give or pledge to give to see this dream delivered. We're currently waiting for the very final pre-app response from the local council and plan on spending the next short season really focusing on dialogue with the parish council before continuing with design work. We will provide further updates through our twice monthly email updates. If you don't get these updates and you'd like to, please get in touch with me or email hello at freedomchurch.uk. If you don't currently give to Freedom Church and you'd like to start giving, then we would encourage you to simply head to the next step section of our website and set up something today. This is a great starting place to financially support the general church fund or the building fund as you feel led. So across the board, financially this year is a story of gratitude. And with our relatively healthy financial situation currently, it is an enormous responsibility to spend wisely, to continue meeting the needs of the community as promised, and to continue to pursue our aspirations to see a permanent home for Freedom Church and its activities established here in the town. I want to take a moment to talk about Connect Groups. Firstly, a huge thank you to the 24 people who have led Connect Groups during 2020. It was a big ask, but our Connect Group leaders have shifted to leading online communities fantastically well. And I know that so many people find connection, support, relationship and encouragement in their Connect Groups. A particular highlight of 2020 has been the continued rollout of the Consigi Hope groups and we look forward to more leaders being trained and more groups being launched throughout 2021. A big thanks to Joe Topley for spearheading our involvement with Kinsugi. I am more convinced than ever that regular interaction and participation in a small, supportive, kingdom-centric community is essential for the prospering of our faith. I'm really praying that this year coming we see more people than ever before join or lead connect groups. In fact, the sign up window for the next 10 weeks is still open for one more week. So if you haven't already, head to www.freedomchurch.uk forward slash connect to see what is on offer. Last time I looked, there were still plenty of spaces up for grabs. And if you can't find what you're looking for, there's a contact form there, which you can use to get in touch. And if we have a few people all looking for a similar thing, we'll happily connect you up and form a new group of some form. So please do head to freedomchurch.uk forward slash connect to sign up today. So to conclude, regardless of whether we're talking about your financial giving to the church or the giving of your time and energy to a connect group, thank you for everything each of you gave throughout 2020. Please join me in praying for wisdom and discernment as we continue to look ahead into 2021 together. And please continue to seek God about what you can give financially or in time and energy to this church community moving forward. I'm so pleased to be doing this in conjunction with each and every one of you. God bless. Well, thank you, Joe and Tim, for sharing all that. I hope you are all encouraged at home are watching and hearing some of those amazing stories. So what is the vision for Freedom Church? The vision of Freedom Church is to lead people in the pursuit of Jesus to see lives and communities transformed. That is the vision, that was the vision, nothing is changing. We are still fully committed to pointing people to Jesus. 
He is the, the, the reason we do what we do. He is the why we do what we do. And we wanna see people's lives change and their communities transformed through the power of God. We wanna lead people. The vision is not changing. The vision is staying the same, to lead people in the pursuit of Jesus. But every year I, I take a moment and I start at the beginning of January, I start reading the Bible through in a year. It's a habit I've developed over the last number of years. And I love that moment of just walking my way through the Bible. I can't wait to take you through the new Bible series. We'll be starting in just a few days time. But this idea of, of Genesis, the beginning of scripture. And there's this moment in Genesis chapter 12 where God is speaking to Abraham and he is, he's speaking a blessing over him. And he's saying, you know, I'm going to give you uh, children that will number like the, the grains of sand on the seashore, that I will give you uh, d descendants like the stars in the sky. And Abraham couldn't see it. And God spoke a blessing of what was to come, even though he wasn't experiencing it at that moment. And he said these words from Genesis chapter 12, I'm going to make you a great nation and bless you. I'll make you famous. You'll be a blessing. I'll bless those who bless you, those who curse you, I'll curse. And all the families of the earth we blessed through you. They were God's words over Abraham. And as I was reading that, I really felt God say to me, you are blessed to be a blessing. Tell Freedom Church that they are blessed to be a blessing. You are blessed to be a blessing. Like Abraham, who couldn't see what the future was going to hold, he then said, okay, God, if that's what you're saying, I'll believe that and live that out. And I want to encourage you this year as part of our vision for the year going forward to know that you are blessed to be a blessing. That wherever you may be, wherever you may find yourself. Do you remember last year we spoke about fruitfulness on the front lines for our teaching series about in the workplace, in the home and out and about that we would be fruitful people. And that's so true even more so now. Your front line may have changed, but you still have a front line. Whether that's the Amazon delivery driver on your doorstep, whether that's a Zoom call for your workplace meeting, whether that's on the phone to a member of your family, uh, whether it's those you live with, you have a place where you can be a blessing to those around you because you are blessed to be a blessing everywhere you go. Are you willing, like Abraham, to accept that blessing, to recognize that you are a child of God, that ever you go, you carry the blessing and you change the atmosphere of the place you're part of, whether you see it or not. I remember last year I had this lovely message came to me on Facebook, someone I'd not seen for over 20 years. And they got in touch with me and they said, you know, Sim, you don't remember me, but over 20 years ago, I came as a child to one of your children's programs. You were running for a, 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 a church event. And at this church event, you spoke to me and you encouraged me. And because the words you spoke over me, it changed the, my trajectory for life. And I decided to get involved in the ministry. They became a youth worker. They ended up working for Youth for Christ. And they were just, just telling me their story. And they said, thank you so much for what you did for me all those years ago. And it was a lovely moment to remember that we don't know the outcome of all of our actions. But we do know that as children of God, we make a difference wherever we go, that you are blessed to be a blessing. And, and I was a blessing to someone else's life without even realizing it. I didn't even know about it for over 20 years. I wonder what stories you've left behind you, what blessing you have been to others around you. And, and in a world that's always des desperate for immediate results, I wanna challenge you, so are you willing to sow a seed of blessing 
that may grow into a huge tree of a shade that you may never sit underneath. That you may not benefit from the fruitfulness of your efforts to bless those around you, but we bless anyway. You are blessed to be a blessing. You might think, well, I'm not very blessed. And often in Christian language, we often use the word blessing as reward. That if I'm blessed, I've got lots of stuff. I've got lots of finance. and I've got lots of equipment and gear and a nice house or whatever it might be. And we go, I'm more blessed if I've got stuff. And then the flip side of that thinking is, if I haven't got much, I'm not very blessed. But that's not how the Bible teaches about blessing. Blessing is about what you have, not worrying what you do not have. And if you don't think you're blessed, and then you can count your blessings through Matthew chapter five, where Jesus preaching his famous uh, sermon on the, the, the hill there on the side of the Sea of Galilee, the, the Beatitudes, and he says these words, you are blessed if, and then you can tick these off your list. You're blessed if you are the end of yourself and know you need God. You are blessed if you are struggling with the loss of something dear to you. You are blessed if you feel like you have very little to offer others. You are blessed if you long to see justice and fairness. You are blessed if you're looking for opportunities to be kind to others. You are blessed if you know that deep inside you have a good heart longing after God. You are blessed if you want to see peace in this world. You are blessed when you get into trouble for doing the right thing. You are blessed when you are misunderstood or discredited by others. You are blessed. You are blessed to be a blessing. Count your blessings, Freedom Church. There is plenty of it out there. We are not here for ourselves. We are here to lead others in the pursuit of Jesus, to see lives and communities transformed. That is the vision. That is the calling. Know that you are blessed. Go and be a blessing to those around you this year. And my prayer is those words from number six, that the Lord would bless you and keep you, that the Lord may make his face shine on you and be gracious to you, that the Lord would turn his face toward you and give you peace. Amen. For more information about Freedom Church, please go to www.freedomchurch.uk Thank you for listening.